You are listening to Let Me Overthink About It, where I dive into a series of topics that occupy my anxious mind. I'm Sam Mador, overthinker extraordinaire. In this episode, I'm overthinking about the comfort of tea with my pal Jan McFarlane. I'm here with Jan McFarlane. Hello, Jan. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Oh, you know, a bottle of nerves and yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> I like to think of this, and actually, the irony is where we our overthinking topic is tea for comfort. And the irony is, is like I I try to say to my guests, just imagine we're just out for a tea or a coffee. Like that's just kind of you know a conversation, casual, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that alone, like, will send me over the edge anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully it goes better than your expectations. I'm looking forward to this chat. Excellent. So Jan, as I just mentioned, we're overthinking about tea. And that may seem silly to people on some level. But for me, and we shared this just briefly, um, for me, tea has always been something that's quite comforting. It's something that I go to when I want to kind of sit back and relax. And I want to kind of just before we get too far in, just maybe give an overview of what your connection is with tea. Yeah, for sure. Um, So currently, my connection with tea is pretty involved. So I Mm -hmm. have a YouTube channel and it's Tea with Jan. And it's a comforting place for friends all over the world to kind of come and just join me for virtual tea and kind of see the life of the day in the day. Um, but I also do like stickers and Instagram and there's a whole community of tea people and it might sound a little, you know, bizarre, but it's, it's a very comforting beverage, like you say. So when I first got into tea, um, I started straight out of high school. I started working. Uh, so I was 17 years old and I started working at a brand new recycling facility and I was their administrative person. I don't know how I wiggled my way into that position. <laughs> I think I watched way too many made for TV movies and I was just like, I can do this. So I've yes. said like every corny thing that you could ever imagine. I threw that at them during the interview. So I think they were probably like, this girl's just like coming at us. <laughs> I love it. So when I was working there, everybody was like taking smoke breaks and taking coffee breaks. So for me, it was just like, well, I'd like a break too. <laughs> right. Right. So, and I knew I didn't like coffee I, at the time. I didn't even like the smell of it. And I didn't want to smoke. Like that's just wasn't my cup of tea. If we, we can use that. Um, so I actually looked at the tea and I had never tried really tea before. Like I probably had it as a kid, but I never really, you know, it wasn't mine. So I was like 17 and I was like, I'm an adult now. (laughs) So I I dove into like the tea bags and that's when it would be like, okay, I'm going to dunk my tea bag in. Okay. It's barely brown. Oh, it comes like, you know, this hot liquid. (laughs) I was just going to say, it basically tastes like really hot water. (laughs) Really hot water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was delightful, but it was that, you know, um, ritualistic feeling of like taking a break from your desk and actually stopping, 
waiting for the kettle to boil, that whole thing. And it was just, it was very much a moment of calm and a moment of comfort for me. So yeah, it, it was the perfect introduction. Yeah. I love that. And I love that there's a community of tea drinkers because, and it's a similar, it's similar to my podcast episodes, because as I said to you before we started recording, the person is more important than the topic, right? It's like, so the community of people, I'm assuming with your, your community, with your YouTube channel and, and the tea community is, it's really about the, the culture and the community that, that, that brings about not so much the tea. I mean, tea is lovely and I will stand by that, but, um, but it really is the people. Yeah, it's so true. Um, I've had, (laughs) I've had a couple wonky experiences, but for the most part, uh, it's been spectacular. Um, I would say, I I guess I got a little bit of bullying, (laughs) which sounds so bizarre as an adult and in a tea community, it just seems like the word bullying shouldn't be in there, but I think yes. it's, you know, it, it's that whole thing of remembering that, you know, it can happen to anybody at any time, I guess. And just, mm-hmm. you know, but the nice thing was, is that instead of like hiding with it, I probably did hide with it for like a week. I was like on the sofa bawling, like the whole thing, like it was just, it really hit me completely in the heart. Like it was just an awful anonymous message sent to me yes and I think this one hit me so hard because the person was like you know I've talked to other people in the tea community and they feel the same way and I was just like oh it was just and I was like ready to like pack it all in and just be like that's it that's enough I'm just like not touching the internet anymore which is where all my friends are and it was just it was so difficult and I talked to my wife Jeanette and she was like you know, like, don't let this get you down type thing. We had a lot of conversations about it. And I actually, I started thinking, like, I have Jeanette to help pick me back up. But like, there's so many people out there that don't have anybody. So I actually went and I went online and I was like, this is what happened. Here's a copy of what was sent to me so everybody could see and judge for themselves type thing. And I'm like, you know, two things. One is you know, clearly this person isn't a friend of mine. So please just like, there's the door. Stop following and me, by the way. That's very right. easy to do. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you don't like me, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the second point was that um, I get a lot of messages from young adults and kids um, because I do put myself out there and I am a lesbian. So I'm putting myself out there on how I, you know, came out and that I'm just like living my life with my wife. So I get a lot of messages from young people saying, you know, like they, they actually, they come out to me and they're like, I want to come to my parents. How do I do this? Like, there's a lot of in behind. And I was like, if, if somebody's willing to do this to me as an adult in a yes. tea community, what, like, what is the younger generation still going through? Like, that's all I could think of. So I put it out there and I was like, if anybody like has this type of message and you don't feel comfortable talking to like everybody, like I am, <laughs> I was like, please feel free private messaging me and I'll like, I'll be your person for you. So it was, it was really shocking. Like I was completely stunned. I had posted that, I don't know, I think on a, like a Friday night or something. And over the weekend, it was just like this outpouring support of community. And it was the yes. most beautiful thing that, yeah. 
I love that, Jan. And I remember when you posted that. Um, and yeah, you know, it's funny that we think of bullying that way as if like once you get out of school, it's over. Like, and I don't know that anybody ever says that. It's just sort of maybe a hope or, you know, <laughs> wishful thinking. I don't know. But but there's definitely that out there in the world. We're doing it to each other all the time in the workplace. I've been bullied in the workplace myself. Yep. And so it's definitely something. And it almost feels a bit more shameful in some way because it's like, aren't we supposed to be adults? Like, aren't we supposed to have gotten past that childish behavior? But really, and social media is just like a brewing ground for lack of a better way of saying it, uh, or maybe pardon the pun, uh, for, um, for bullying. Yeah, it's so true. And it's so, it's so disappointing. And it's like you said, like nobody tells you that, but it's almost like one of those unwritten rules that you have in your head or that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to have it all together. When I turn 40, I'm going to understand what the world means. Right. (laughs) Oh man. If only that were the case, that would be so amazing. And I'm glad that you mentioned about the community of, of folks that have come out to you as well, because there is something to be said, like, because I know, I feel like you're going to agree with me on this when you focus obviously more on the negative than the positive comments that come through. Right. So that one comment from that one person And by the way, it probably wasn't true that other people were talking to them and saying the same things. They just wanted to build their own story. But, you know, that's the thing that's going to take your focus. So I'm so glad that you were able to kind of make sense of, well, if I share this, then it's going to potentially help other people who are going through the same thing or might go through the same thing. Yeah, it was, I I mean, I won't say it was easy. It was extremely difficult for me to be like very vulnerable because I didn't know what was going to happen like you know you're just like here's this message that I got I feel bullied like you know it's that embarrassment of you know the whole thing is just embarrassing and then putting yourself out there there's just so much anxiety that goes along with that because you don't know how people are going to react or what they're going to say and yeah, but like what if I'm, more people reinforce what that person said, right? Like that right? I mean that would be the biggest fear is that somebody's going to be like, "You know what, Jan, actually that person was bang on." Yeah. <laughs> Which is not true by the way. I hope you know that. I hope you know that's what I'm getting at. I'm totally like hearing what you're saying and running away. <laughs> but yeah, I just I really didn't want like I said, like I knew that if I was struggling with this so badly, like the, you know, so many of those young kids that reached out to me, they could be dealing with the same thing and I didn't want them to feel alone. So it was, yeah, very difficult, but I'm, I'm very glad that I did it. So. Yeah. And I'm glad you did it too. And, you know, especially where we started this conversation talking about how tea is comforting. Like you think about like having a cup of tea with your grandma and whatever. Right. But it's like you start for that comforting community that you're building and then that's a potential result, which is disheartening. Yeah. But then your community rallied together, which is obviously the, uh, the more positive outcome. Oh, definitely more positive with the whole tea community. Like, and I think that's why it was so shocking because usually it is. And there's so many people that will actually message me and say that they're like, Oh my gosh, I just stumbled into the tea community. And it's like this land of loveliness. (laughs) 
I love it. And I love your content. And I actually have um, one of your stickers, Brew Kindness, because I just absolutely love that message. Um, And I love your content, but mostly I love your collection. And actually, just so the people who are listening um, know this, Jan and I are both drinking tea right now as (laughs) we're talking over Zoom. Totally unplanned, but I think that's just our way of being. But um, your collection of teacups is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So I started collecting, um, I was probably maybe 18 or 19. So shortly after I started dunking my tea bag into the hot water. <laughs> the three second <laughs> steep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I loved antiquing and I just really liked uh, going into different shops. And I remember I went into this one shop that's no longer around actually, but it was the first time that I was like completely taken by teacups. And I was like, I must have one of these. And there were so many of them. And he gave me the best advice. He said, you know, like, if you just collect teacups, you're going to collect way too many. Like, there's no stopping you type thing. There's like, everything is so beautiful. But he's like, narrow it down. He's like, narrow it down as much as you can. So I narrowed it down to the maker is Ainsley and the color is turquoise. So, and they have to be vintage or antique. So I have quite... A collection, I do. So I've been collecting, you know, for over 20 years. So, Wow, it's so cool. And I love that. I mean, you and Jeanette both are, I see you guys, I mean, I feel like I'm stalking you when I say this, but you guys do a lot of antiquing and and shopping vintage and all of that stuff. So it just feels like such a, a natural fit. And I love that that's sort of coming back, even though I know we're we're not as young as I like to think that we are, but it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like a younger generation of folks who are who are out yeah. antiquing too, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really nice. And then, yeah, it's just, it's nice to see and then see everybody's different collections or, you know, maybe somebody only has one teacup, but it's their favorite and they use it. And that's my big thing too, is that I actually use my collection. It doesn't yes. just sit in the cupboard. It sits in a cupboard on display so that we can it and enjoy it but then I'm like yeah they they all get a turn with tea (laughs) well I'm the same I hate things for the sake of things like I like to actually use the things that I have um and actually I say that and I'm totally lying because when my grandmother passed away I took a couple or I got a couple of her uh teacups um when she passed and we were kind of going through some of her things. And actually, as I was just saying that, I was like, yeah, but I don't use Nana's teacups. <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> caught myself in a lie. Uh, but I'm going to start now. Yeah, you should. It's actually the best thing for them too, is to be used. Um, right. Because yeah. otherwise, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, they'll dry out and they'll, you'll get the creasing and yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's, they're, they're meant to be used. Use them. I know I'm going to, and I'm going to tag you in a post of me using them. The thing for me, I like a good mug. Like I like the weight of a mug. So it's like, I gravitate towards, towards that. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to start using those though. Yeah. Jan, I know from having spoken with you before that you have struggled with your mental health and I want to kind of dive into a little bit of how, if at all, tea has sort of helped with that in certain circumstances, or or do you turn to it when when you are you know experiencing some some mental illness? 
Yeah, so I would say that I definitely turn to tea uh, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I find that um, different ways that you brew it, whether you're using like a gaiwan or a teapot or like just, or, you know, a tea bag, it kind of brings a different uh, calmness to me or a different reason, I guess. Um, so, yeah, so I did, I, I, I don't know. How do I word this? I've struggled with uh, a lot of health issues throughout my years. I remember talking to somebody one time and they were like, oh, I've never been to the hospital or I've never had a surgery. And it's kind of like, what? How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like so shocking. So during my journey of, you know, being on YouTube and being on the internet with tea, I guess I have, um, went through a few different things. Um, I had, I used to have endometriosis and that really impacted me greatly and what I could do physically. Um, and then I actually had a complete hysterectomy. So then I was thrown into, um, menopause when I was in my thirties. So yeah, so that was kind of difficult. Um, that being said, it was like the best change ever. I felt like I actually could like move my body and I could actually live again. So that was spectacular. Um, but I, I find, and forgive me because timelines kind of jump around in my brain, but I did have a stroke. I think it's like two years ago. And I remember, I, I remember being like, still so determined to want to like record my YouTube videos. Right. And it sounds so funny, but it just, um, you know, that's where my friends were. So it and was it's like, that routine and that normalcy, right? While you're struggling right. with so many new challenges, it's that one thing you can go back to. Exactly. So I remember when I got up on the hospital, the first video that I recorded, Jeanette actually had to help me. And she had to help me with like the words of like, what, what are things? Okay. I'm unboxing. What is this again? Tea. Okay. Like it was just, it really threw me. Um, and for like a number of weeks, it was my, my only goal each day was to either take, like take a photo or try to like record some portion of a video or try to edit it and stuff. And it was that whole, like, what used to take me maybe like an hour would take me <laughs> maybe a whole week to try to get yeah. through. But it was that, you know, that was what I could try to do. And that was something that my brain used to be able to do. So they were like, that's a good thing to kind of try to to move through. So it definitely helped me. Rather than trying to take on something completely new and potentially stressing yeah. yourself out that way. Yeah. yeah. How are you in your recovery now from your stroke? Uh, I'm, I'm fairly good. I would say that I'm really good. I still, um, forget words and stuff. So (laughs) most people in my community are okay with me going, you know, like I'll I'll be recording a video and I'll be like, um, you guys know that word, that thing that, um, (laughs) and they'll they'll message it in the comments. (laughs) That's so awesome. See that those are your people right there. That's so cool. 
Exactly. I, I'm totally going to get sidetracked, which is just what I always do. But when you mentioned endometriosis, uh, I too have endometriosis. And it's so funny that you are just saying this today because uh, I mentioned to you before we started recording that I was a bit tired. I had a rough morning and it was, I don't know if you'd call it a flare up of endometriosis, but it was a I don't even know. It was just brutal pain. And if, you, if you've if you never experienced it, you just really don't know what that mm-hmm. entails. And um, I, I needed a tea. <laughs> like, yes. It's so funny because I was literally, there was sweat. I was crying at one point and I wanted my husband to make me a tea. Like it was like the thing that um, that was going to comfort me. And I'm not just saying that to to mm-hmm. fit in this story. It's just one of those weird coincidences that uh, that popped up. Yeah, it's um, you're right. Like anybody that has not suffered through it, it's it can be brutal. Like it's just yeah. yeah. So I am, you know, menopause has its own challenges. I, I am happily taking them. <laughs> Seriously. And that's the thing. Like you just sort of say, okay, maybe it's time to just take it all. Maybe I'm just over it. Right. Like, like why, why do I still have these parts that are causing me so much pain? Yeah. yeah. So we'll yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you ever want to talk. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's definitely a derailment from our tea talk, but Holy yeah. smokes. Um, and just as a shameless plug, I had a great chat with Dr. Ashley Margison. I don't know if you heard that episode, Jan, and we it was about hormones. And we got into a little bit about endometriosis and and it was actually a really, a really good chat. I did uh, hear that. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so back on the T train. So I can't not ask you what your go-tos are. Like if you're say, so say I've never had tea other than, you know, like your generic orange Pico or Earl Grey or whatever, what would you recommend somebody trying? Mm. A tea starter kit. Tea starter (laughs) kit. I think that, you know, those are great bases to start. And I think it depends on really like what you like. Like I know for me personally, like 20 years ago, if you had to put anything with a flower in it, I would have been like, no, but now I'm just like, give me all the florals. So I think that would be the first thing. Yeah. Like your palate changes so much. It's, and I think that's the most wonderful thing about tea too, is that something that you really despised before, you know, like give it five years and try it again. And you might like love it or give it a day. Like there was one tea that I tasted from a lady in the States and she sent it to me and I was like, "Eh, I'm not really feeling this one. And then the next day I was like, maybe, maybe I should give that. I don't know why, but I kept being drawn to it. And I tried it for a second time. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the best tea ever. I wanted every night. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's really interesting. It is. And I'm the most boring tea drinker. So I actually laugh at myself because I post so many pictures on Instagram of just like me enjoying my tea at the beach or on my deck or in my living room, whatever. Uh, But it's always orange Pico. Like I am a very boring tea drinker. 
I do have, um, like I go to David's Tea and I love their kind of nutty teas that they have. Um, I kind of gravitate towards those ones. I don't like any fruity ones. Um, But so I have those and I will drink those sort of later at night. But I'm just like such a boring, a boring tea drinker. I don't think that's boring. I think, I think all of it's good. And yeah, I mean, I know that there's some people that I know that are just like, you know, like, Oh, you shouldn't have tea bags or, you know, you have to have this type of tea. And I'm like, eh, it's going in your mouth, whatever you like. Like right. <laughs> I'm very easygoing on that. It's just yes. like, you're the one that needs to like it. Not me. Like who, whoever's <laughs> drinking it needs to like it. So it's like, you know, I like using like the Gaiwan and stuff and, you know, doing that, you know, more tea leaves with smaller amounts of water on shorter steeps and stuff like that. But it's more of like a, a calming experience for me when I do that. And, you know, yeah. versus like, yeah, there's times that it's just like, hey, let's get this tea bag going and let's get out the door. So, yeah, there's a lot of factors. Yeah, there is. There's so many different factors. And, you know, I I don't know. I feel like people should just like kind of like chill out. It's just tea. Like, <laughs> just calm down. You see that side, right? Like, yeah. especially <laughs> like in, in that world or that community, you definitely see that side. Whereas, you know, someone like me wouldn't because I just make my orange pico and go about my day. <laughs> And that's Jeanette's favorite, actually. We have a canister on the counter, Orange Pico. Is she, what kind, what brand? Um, I don't, I usually, I get so much tea, so it just depends on where. Oh, okay. <laughs> right now, she's probably drinking through David's tea. Okay, because I always, I'm like, Red Rose. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're going to judge me for that, but no. that's like my because I started drinking tea with my mom. And so for me, it was like, you know, we and she lived with me for a while before she passed. And so it was like a morning routine to sit and drink a tea, right? That was part of our part of our day. Um, And it's yeah, it's the smell of red rose. That's different. I find different than other teas. So for me, it's that again, comfort um, and nostalgia. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's, you know, the whole thing about tea and people and I, I like and that's my 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 whole thing is about like being kind and stuff and yes. you know we shouldn't be nitpicking about what type of tea or like is that good enough tea or bad enough tea like and yeah. none of that should be really considered it's like is it a cup that you're enjoying and that's great that's that should be the end of it like <laughs> if you want to chat about like you know exploring different ones yeah for sure but, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody should feel embarrassed or like shy about what type of tea they're drinking. I think it's all great. Like, you know, there's different companies out there for everybody. So, Yeah, it's so true. And it's so funny because I totally judge because my mother-in-law has Tetley and I'm not a Tetley tea fan. And I know it's probably tastes exactly the same as Red Rose to everybody, but I will drink it for her. Like I, (laughs) I'm like, okay, you know, and she steeps it way longer than I would, would steep it. But, but it's like, it's that, again, it's that comforting or conversation that we have around the tea as opposed to the tea itself. 
Exactly. So for me, that tea bag that I was dropping in, it was Tetley. And it was Tetley because it was round. And for me, I like technology and like, I like anything that's like, and new looking. And for me, I was like, oh, round tea bag. This is fantastic. How fancy. <laughs> How fancy. Right? <laughs> and all of my aunts, uh, my mom has like a million siblings and all of my aunts used to drink Tetley. So it was like the thing that I knew. Yep. So yeah, so that's what I started on. I love how you say you love technology and I'm thinking, well, that's why you married Jeanette, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny because uh, she is not like, I'm the pusher of technology. Like I'm the one that's like, yes, I'm like, I have to get, yeah, I get a new Apple watch every year. (laughs) Just like, I am like, such a huge like Apple fangirl it's ridiculous that's so funny I think I was just thinking because of her job like she works with in IT in IT yeah yeah. so I just assumed so that's interesting to know at home (laughs) I'm the one dragging us into the future (laughs) I guess she's got the vintage vibes going on so it's like that yeah fair enough I get it She's probably like, that's enough at at work. I don't need it at home too. (laughs) True enough. It's like, it's, I just saw this the other day, that Seinfeld episode where Jerry was dating the massage therapist and he was trying to like convince her to massage him at home and she wasn't having anything to do with it. It's kind of like that, right? Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Jan, I have really enjoyed our conversation. I feel like I could talk about tea with you over and over. Um, Where can people find you? Uh, tea with Jan and it's Jan with two N's. So J A N N dot com. Awesome. And that links to your YouTube and also to your Instagram yep. and all of that stuff is, is accessible yeah. through there. If you're on YouTube and you search tea with Jan with two N's, you should find me. Yeah. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat and, and having a sip of tea with me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Thanks again to my pal Jan McFarlane for overthinking with me about one of my favorite things, tea. Hope you enjoyed it.